Hey guys, good morning. I just now have enough voice, which is pushing it, but to do a fucking podcast. Are you kidding me right now? Um, it's a vibrational gap because, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, I might be coughing, so just deal with it. You know, that's how I roll. You know, I'm authentic. Um, I have to make a fucking podcast today. I'm going crackhead crazy. Like, <coughs> um, I'm just starting to get some momentum going. Thank you for everybody that's listening. I love it. Thank you. You're so sweet. And it has been happening because, I guess, the whole Capricorn thing. Uh, the Jupiter Capricorn thing. Saturn. I don't know what Saturn. I don't know if Saturn's still in my shit. But I know Capricorn season's pretty much coming to a close pretty soon. Although, I believe Jupiter is in my sign all year long, is what Jacob said. We were going to do a podcast together, but I have had no voice. And um, I've also been talking about how I want to get David Hulse on here from um, Soma Energetics. Because I finally figured out the craziest thing. Like, um, when I was doing energy work with him, and I was just a blogger, like letting my um, creativity out, you know, and also still attracting, mind you, this was like the fifth or sixth energy work I had exchanged, you know, for a blog, and then I left David Hulse when he was temporarily back in Columbus, because they, they brought their whole company back to Columbus, because of the big psychic fair up there, you know, the big energy festival, and, um, well, you know, the word psychic is pretty charged with negativity sometimes. Um, so they, they probably should call it something else, but they had a huge expo up there. And I think it started again, although while he was here, the man who ran it had passed away. And his son was not into it. So I guess it had stopped or really, really changed and shifted backwards so it propelled him to move back to north carolina which is weirdly enough about an hour and a half away from my mother-in-law and i'm like that's so crazy like you know if we if josh ended up going to college at north carolina because he's obsessed with it which i don't know i told him i said don't go there because we want you to go there don't go to Cincinnati because your mom wants you to go there. Go where you want to go. Just FYI in case his mom's listening. I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm just saying if he wanted to go to North Carolina because you know his obsession with the Panthers, okay? Um, so if he did, somehow I might be able to work with Soma Energetics because it was funny. When I went up to Columbus, I contacted him of all people. And it was because of the lady down here in Milford, Ohio, at Enchanted Moments. You can find that on Facebook. I don't know if they have a huge website or anything. It might be just like a starter website. But um, they do need to have a better web presence if they haven't done that yet. But it's an amazing little shop down in Milford. And um, the ladies down there are very powerful. Very powerful. She has a chest. One of them, Robin. Hi, Robin, if you're listening. Has a huge chest cold like me right now. So, 
a lot of light workers have gotten this. We've been told to shut up for a minute, basically. Slow down and shut up because it's that time of year where we're supposed to be slowing down and hibernating. But we're like, we want to be Speedy Gonzales all year long. And that goes against the natural rhythm of things. Well, that's a belief too. So we could totally reprogram ourselves with, hey, we can rock and roll anytime we want. The sun should be out all year long. You know what I mean? Like, why not? So that's a belief we could change and say, fuck winter. I want to, I want to haul ass all year long. But anyways, that was a side note. Um, but I, you know, I'm really easy to like get distracted. So when I think of something, I got to say it right then because my memory, okay, another belief is not very good for long term. So <laughs> short term memory, I'm like, I'm just hearing myself saying all this shit I should have never said in the first place, but it comes from being labeled as ADHD, which was as a child, you know, like I've had this all my life. I'm not going to say that it isn't ADHD. It's just heavily right-brained, which is a beautiful gift I've been given by the universe. But it does have some... You, you live very much in the present moment, okay? You know what I mean? But I probably could change that if I wanted to, you know? But why hold on to things you don't need to hold on to? You know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I forgot 75% of my childhood. Now I'm getting way off the subject. See how I side rail there? So... Anyways, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about now. Um, let's see. We were talking about, um, shit. I'm driving, so I can't, like, hmm. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like, that isn't what we were talking about. Okay, fuck it. We're going to start all over. So, here's, oh, yeah, being sick. Yeah, I had been sick. Haven't been able to do a podcast. Not allowed to talk. Stop talking, you know? And stop using your voice for a minute. Okay? Listen is what they're saying. Observe is what they're saying. You can learn a lot when you shut the fuck up, you know? So, I have shut the fuck up lately. And, um, sorry, I cuss. I, I bartended for 20 years. It's not evil intent behind it. So, yes, this is an adult podcast. Unless your child just, unless you just don't give a shit and they don't, you know, like I tell Josh, I'm like, you are so mature. You know, you don't have to be cool by cussing, right? You don't have to say those words just because you hear me say them. And you know what? It actually works, you know, because then he's like, yeah, I am adult enough to do that. So, um, it was kind of cool. So <laughs> like some programming, but good programming, like positive. Because I do have a bad mouth, you know, a nasty, dirty mouth. But I don't want to clean it up because it's part of me. It's who I am. So my voice may be changing. I don't know. Um, my voice changed when I got sick when I was in high school. And I went from first soprano all the way to alto, which really pissed me off and depressed me because I went way far away from my soprano friends, which all my girlfriends were in sopranos. But... Who knows? I may be getting my divine voice now where I can actually sing and whatever when I come out of this. So how about that for manifesting? Like, let's just speak that into existence. But okay, before I lose my voice completely, I have to tell you guys what's been going on. 
So my friend Kelly Malone. Hi, Kelly Malone. Um, she has been uh, playing around with energy. And she's manifesting a lot of stuff right now. It's like she's she's winning money and everything, like left and right. And she's got a couple other things which are personal that I'm not going to tell you about. But anyways, she's just had some amazing luck. And you know how she's doing it? Um, I always knew that Kelly was a natural because I felt like I was with her in another life. And, um, come to find out she's had choking issues and stuff like I did. So I think absolutely she was part of that whole showdown at the OK Corral on the other side. You know, like before we came to this lifetime, we were witches or something. And we were both hung because we were really good at it. And we were really bad at the same time, right? So, Kelly's a natural. And I knew that the day she wrote... I would like a money blessing, and I would like to be off work the rest of the weekend at Kohl's. And she ended up getting, like, VTO that day and called off the next day or something prevented her from coming in because she got it whether she, like, called in or not. Like, she's like, fuck, you know, now, now I can't get to work, blah, blah, blah. I got the text, you know. Then she goes and scratches off a ticket and wins, like, $300. So, she not only got off work by, you know how we bitch the whole way when we're getting what we want? Well, she's like, fuck, now I can't get to work. My tire blew or whatever it was. I don't know what it was. Her daughter threw up or something. I don't know. <laughs> not, not, to do, not to make fun of that, but that's how, it, that's how the whole thing went down. Like, she, you know, something that deterred her from going to work out of her control because she was just thinking she was coming to work like normal you know and she's like well fuck now I can't get to work but she goes and plays a scratch off and gets paid for it gets the financial blessing too and she wrote this down on a box lid literally ripped off a cardboard box when we were working at Kohl's distribution center and wrote it in pencil or or whatever grease markers we had back there and manifested it, right? So I'm like, holy shit, she's she's like me. She's a natural and doesn't even know it. Okay, now, how long ago was that? I've been friends with Kelly for like four years now. And I think that was probably about two years ago. A year and a half, maybe. Because we were off work ever since, like, February this year. So it wasn't this year. It was, it had to be, it had to be at least a year, year and a half ago. And I was trying to tell her about the experiences I was having. And she was like, it was just bouncing off of her, you know, like she wasn't ready for it yet. Like one day she played and that happened. And then she didn't pay any attention. She just had too much drama going on, you know, like she was, she had a high vibrational moment glimpse into what you can do when you just open up to possibilities, right? And then went right back to the mentality she had been in. You know, all that programming, conditioning, and blah, blah, blah. Well, in the last two weeks, Kelly has pulled so many rabbits out of her hat. It's unbelievable. Not only that, but here's how she did it. She didn't write it this time. She chanted. So, technically, I'm giving to you guys 
when I should be chanting this morning with the voice that I have, right? But I love you so much that I'm giving up that time because I can be patient. I know the universe has got my back. I know I'm going to have that $100,000 a year metaphysical job. I know it. So I can wait with patience. That's one of my favorite sayings that someone said in a book or a movie or a, or not a movie, a YouTube video or something. They said, I can wait with patience because I know that it's already done. So you're welcome. <laughs> but um, I will, I will manifest. I am a powerful manifester. Okay, which I'm going to tell you about that too in a second. The video from Oprah this morning. First of all, I'm clocking in right at 7.30. Okay, I'm going to get that intention set. And so all the people move out of my way so I can get to work and clock in by 7.30. And this can be posted as I'm walking in. So, anyways, I'd like to clock in by 7.25. That would be great. So then I can actually meet, uh, make the morning stand-up meeting. <laughs> Which is like a little pre-shift meeting we have at Amazon. And uh, so anyways, Kelly's been doing all this with chanting. And she's been saying, like, the things she's focusing on, she's looking at a picture of it. And she's saying, this is what I want. This is what I want. You know, I thank you for this. I already have this. Thank you for this money. I already have this. Thank you for this other thing that she's trying to manifest. Or that, that she is manifesting. <clears throat> and if you speak in gratitude, like Dr. Joe says, that's the highest vibration. That's telling the universe, you don't have to act as if. Your gratitude, just speaking it, does it for you. The vibration of that word, I have gratitude, so much gratitude, and I am so grateful for this $100,000 a year or more metaphysical job that I am manifesting right now because I'm a powerful manifester. I'm going to go ahead and say that because there's been some crazy shit happening and I'm going to tap into this energy. So I'm also going to tap into the energy that... Oprah has either heard my podcast and she loves it because I'm really authentic and she wants me on Super Soul Sunday or Super Soul Conversations, as she calls it now. Or she has saw the reading that I've done for her on YouTube, which I actually did too. And I should have left the original one up there because it was about her and her significant other. You know, the one that she's trying to nail down the relationship with. And uh, he's intimidated because she is Oprah, you know. Like, did she ever think that it's not her? It's just that she's Oprah and that intimidates him? Okay, but anyways, that was just a little bit of what came through. But I wish I would have left that one up there, but I didn't. I chickened out. I was like, this is fucked up. What if it's wrong? What if it's messed up? But people viewing that video gives it energy and gives it life. So it's going to manifest. It's going to find her. You know, some way, shape, or form. My YouTube video is going to find her. And it's going to be synchronistically divine timing. 
And she's going to be like, I got to get this girl. I got to get her, you know? And then it's just going to happen, period. I know it. The universe has my back. The universe only says yes. And I have put so much energy on Oprah for about eight months now. Like, I just cannot stop thinking about Oprah. And, and Oprah cannot stop thinking about me. Ha ha. She's already on her way to me. So, I'm going to slip those in there. But, the first video I clicked on this morning was about Oprah. And, it was 4 minutes and 22 seconds. Not that that matters, but... She was having the interview with Reese, Reese Witherspoon and the other two ladies that are on Wrinkle of Time. And there was a person interviewing them about the movie. And she wanted to know about vision boards. And, well, Oprah was speaking into vision boards. And they must have taken this clip out of the interview. And she said, well, Oprah, Oprah says, I don't use vision boards anymore because I... I'm a powerful manifester, and I can do it without vision boards now, without a visual cue. See right there, she's saying and declaring, I'm a powerful manifester. So if you need to charge yourself up, that's what you need to speak. That's what you need to write. That's what you need to focus on right there. I am a powerful manifester. I am a powerful manifester. And if you have a set of mala beads, or if you don't like 108 beads, that's a long commitment. That's a whole fucking, like, five minutes right there for yourself. Get yourself a mala bracelet and say it like the 20 times that the beads are on there. You know, if you could only make one minute on the pooper for yourself. See, I'm losing my voice, you guys. But I'm getting the important stuff out. So here's what Oprah says. I, I don't need a vision board anymore. I am a powerful manifester. If I speak it, I get it. If I want it, I shows up. You know what I mean? So she does she's gotten so good at speaking things into existence, giving life to things, using the right language, the power of words, that she doesn't need assistance anymore. She doesn't need the visual cue anymore. So anyways. Wait a minute. Let me think about where I'm going here. Okay, I'm going straight. Um, so, after that, the woman says, that's interviewing Oprah, and the girls say, well, I just want to say something, Oprah. You, right now, are my manifestation from 2018. You were on my vision board for 2018. And here I am sitting here, and this is a very surreal moment because I'm actually interviewing you. And I was like, I shit myself a little bit for a couple reasons there. Because Oprah came through my YouTube when I was not expecting her. The first video I clicked on then said, I am a powerful manifester. She taught me to, to chant that, to say that to myself. And maybe me saying that five times on here will create amazing results. I'm not sure. But... Not only that, but that confirmation that the person who's interviewing her manifested Oprah through a vision board. And Oprah's on my vision board right now. I put Oprah Winfrey's name in a crescent moon pendant 
that was on this beautiful little chain that I got at like Torrid. And which is a women's shop for plus size. Like if you're a cool plus size person. And uh, it had stars built into the chain. And one day I was so disappointed. The, the chain broke. And it was time to let it go. You know what I mean? I was wearing it every day. They're like, that's enough energy. Now you got to let it go. Let it go. You know, and then I let it go for a long time. Even though I was heartbroken to let it go, I was like, I just have to put Oprah away for a while because I know I have to let her go in order to get her. You know, like it's like setting someone free if you love them and they return. You know, they never, they, they always loved you. You know, like it's hard to let someone go or to not smother them sometimes because in a relationship, you don't want to smother someone um, because then they'll run, you know, but if you, that could be advice for someone. Um, if you're smothering the person you love back off, then they'll wonder where you went too. give them a chance to miss you. So, but anyways, it's, they feel that moment that you pull away, believe it or not. It's like cutting a cord. I cut my cord to Oprah that day when that chain broke because the universe, you know, when crystals fall off, or they break, or you lose one, it was just time to let it go. You were done with that intention. And that's why when I hand someone a $10 crystal that I bought, I'm giving them that gift. They're, they're, what are you doing this for? Where, that, you know what? That makes them light up inside, that little crystal. And they're, I, you took that right off your neck and gave it to me. Well, yeah. Because I love you. I, lo I am trying to get to the point where even my enemies, I can still find compassion for them or mercy. I'm, I want to get to the more divine part of me that says, I can unconditionally love you regardless of what you've done to me. Even my enemies. You know what I mean? I don't like seeing people mistreated. Even my old boss when I posted on Facebook last night. The city of Cincinnati is getting ready to fuck him in the ass because they just put him in a contract for five years for Sky Galley. And he should have never signed it because let's just put it this way. I hope Kirby succeeds. That's true forgiveness is I hope he succeeds. I hope he can muster every bit of energy and all the resources show up so he does not have to break that contract because I think it's the city's intention is the best way to get rid of this guy. He's got all this support is to hang him and let him hang himself. Well, don't do that, Kirby. Fucking beat their ass. Do not end up losing everything to the city of Cincinnati. Okay. So there's true forgiveness right there. Even though he fired me, I brought that situation on myself. I created that situation myself. He was just doing what was best for his company. What he thought was best for his company. And for a long time, I really resented him. And I sent him a lot of negative energy. But now I get the chance to balance that. I get to say, you know what? He was a good person, regardless of his fear-based thinking. Because I hope and pray that he can muster every dollar and every 
person that needs him to repair Sky Galley and get it back on its feet. I don't wish ill will on him because that would be wishing it on myself because we are all connected. We are all connected. If we can't, that's the namaste coming through in me. I've never had a moment where I've been able to share that, especially in the moment with you guys, like just now happened. Like last night, I almost posted, ooh, I better get the popcorn out for this because this is going to be a crazy show, you know. Like, I still had that resentment, but once I slept on it, I woke up, and now it rolled out of my mouth totally different because I can have mercy for him because he didn't know any better. He was in fear-based thinking when he fired me, and it did it did throw myself into a headspin. My whole life went upside down. And I took a long time to forgive myself and rebuild myself. But five years ago, that man fired me and did the best thing he could have ever done for me. He gave me the greatest catalyst and the best gift he could ever give me, which was to put me on rock bottom after my mom and dad died and I got thrown out of the nest. But let me tell you how it happened. I started speaking stories about my mom's schizophrenia like when she th threw the tree out into the front yard and um in the blizzard when she had a, a nervous breakdown whatever a manic episode whatever they were calling it and um you know she opened up all my christmas presents and stuff that year in front of me and uh my dad had got to the mailbox and opened up the credit cards and Sorry, <laughs> it's making me emotional. And I don't want my goddamn mascara to run, Mom. So stop. <laughs> my mom's always with me. She's always coaching me. She shows me signs all the time that she's with me. So there's no reason to cry because she's always with me. There's no reason to grieve your relatives. But anyways, when Mom threw that tree out in the front yard, that was a hell of a story. When you tell that and you're healed enough to tell it in a funny way at a bar and you're the bartender, you have everyone at the bar's attention. And then they kind of feel sorry for you and they just throw money at you, you know? And not only that, but the way I told it, it cracked them up and they're like, you need to write a book. And I'm like, really? I do need to write a book, don't I? Because I have about a billion stories like that from when I grew up. I was hiding out in closets because there were phones hitting the wall behind me and lamps and cops showing up at our house at all hours of the night. <clears throat> Picking up my mom or my mom would show up three hours away dressed in a nightgown with her titties hanging out the side and her hair all fucked up. And she's a hairdresser. She, she was a hairdresser. She went to hair school. She wore her hair in a beehive before I was born and when I was young. And even till before she died, she was meticulous about her hair. Like if she was sick or checked out of her body and something else was checked in, as I like to say it, my mom had her hair perfect. And if you seen my mom and her hair was messed up, you know Tildy was crazy. Tildy was having a spell. You know, that that's funny that we use that word spell. A sick spell or a bad spell, Dad would call it. She's having another bad spell. He'd tell everybody. Well, yeah, Dad, it was a spell because 
I had the Ouija board, opened it up, opened up the portal, and he was right. You're the cause of your mom being sick. I was the cause, because there's a spiritual world, and it was very low vibe 30 years ago. You know what I mean? We were not in the mentality that we were right now, even though everything's in the present moment, right? And I'm transmuting that energy right now. So, you know, I'm going in, I'm doing a lot of healing. You know, my dad's getting a lot of healing. He may be ascending more because I was worried he was going to go to hell when he died. So he probably, maybe that's why I didn't hear my dad. I could hear my mom's spiritual voice, but I could not hear my dad's spiritual voice. And I was worried that he was stuck on this plane. And that's why I couldn't hear him. You know, and uh, that sounds weird. But if you're a medium, you understood. You understand if you're a medium. <coughs> because, um, anyways, I, I, oh, I know what I was getting at. I was at Kirby's saying over and over, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. But I didn't know I was going to write a book about manifestation. I didn't know I was going to tell my personal story. I didn't know I was going to tell my mom's personal story. I, that's what I was planning on telling was my mom's personal story. You know, like telling her stories, not mine. I, I was just going to bartend the rest of my life. And saying that repeatedly over and over and having Kirby deter me and kind of even make fun of me. was the greatest catalyst that I've ever had. Wait a minute, i got to flick somebody off. <laughs> Missy! It's Tuesday! Donut! Yeah, that's my friend that's also a powerful manifester. His name's uh, Jason. I always forgot it. JD. But anyways... He was sitting there. I, I usually turn right and go the wrong way and get a really good parking spot. But somebody was coming down that way, so I couldn't turn the wrong way. I like to break the rules, y'all. Can you tell? So, that's that's how you get your vibe up, is to break the fucking rules. You know, you got to squiggle outside the lines and get away with it. That's what makes you happy. You're like, ha-ha, I got away with that. But I'm not recommending that or condoning it for anyone. Go ahead, hon. Oh, Okay. <laughs> She was getting ready to cross, but she didn't. So anyways, um, what was I telling you about? Kirby. So I kept saying that over and over. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And then now that's why I want that $100,000 job. Because, like, whether it's through doing readings or doing the tuning forks with David Hulse, which is a healing um, modality that has science behind it. And that's why I want to use that one, because people can look at the science and understand why it works for the human body, why it heals the human body. And David Hulse can come on the show and explain that, right? Because there's different bodies. There's an etheric body. There's an a uh, some other kind of body. Um, there's different layers around the body of the aura. And I didn't even know that. So I've got a lot to learn. The first set of tuning forks... Oh, look at the little smart cart. So cute. Um, the first set of two, all the tuning forks come with um, six hours of education. And then you're through phase one. You, it's a procedure that you use to get certified in it, right? So um, that's my plan is to do that. I want to manifest 
$450 so I can get the first package and get myself started because I found a space at Salon 2200 where I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look, it's Kia Soul Land again. I'm in the land of Kia Souls. There's like five of us right here. There's only three here right now, but it's early. Look, it's 710. Wow. So everybody got out of my way for me, you guys. I'm here. I'm going to clock in on time. So, um, okay. So I started saying, though, that at the bar to many people with lots of energy, everyone you say something in front of where two or more gather, the energy amplifies. And it's by Fibonacci. So if there's 20 people watching you, that's different. If there's 50 people watching you, that's different. So when you say something in front of a huge crowd of people, you're manifesting it at that level. You know, that's how people get more and more powerful when they go on YouTube or have a podcast. And that's why you don't need to be afraid to come on and have a podcast and say what you want to create because you're using other people's energy, just like the media is using our energy to create hurricanes and something that's not there. They're creating with our mentality. That's why we have to quit watching the news. Uh, you know, they're, they'll throw in some good tidbits to keep us hooked. Oh, look out. Look, the news is getting better. But the old people don't know that. They're like, don't tell me this horse shit. Uh, I don't want to know about Justin Bieber, you know. But they're bitching about it because they want to know the serious stuff about the world, you know. And they don't realize the news media is trying to get more ratings because they're losing ratings, right? But not only that, but light workers are working to, like, I have a, well, did have a Facebook page that was um, Shift Irma East, the Hurricane Irma. Because collectively, light workers have way more power than people working for the dark or in fear-based thinking, right? So we can shift that out there to see and have it dissipate, right? So just like the rains in Australia, I'm going to use you guys today. Australia is going to get all the rain, just enough rain to put out those fires, right? With ease and grace and flow, because those people need our help. They're, you know, they have something that has triggered that those fires and i know that there's a group that's working on that and that we see rain putting those fires out completely and that being brought to an end and that we can help and and unite in our consciousness and change things right so we are very powerful manifestors together so back to my story again at the bar, when I was bartending at Kirby's in Loveland, I began saying, I'm going to write a book with a lot of people listening to me, a lot of people laughing and high vibrational energy at the stuff that my mom had done in the past, and I was healed enough to laugh with them, and the universe flipped my fucking world because I was studying obsessively, like in grocery store lines with my phone, about the law of attraction, and you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because I had never been able to accept my gifts and use them because I was scared of them. I was programmed with that Christianity belief that they were from the devil. But divin divination has the word divine in it. And the difference in creating and manifesting by speaking it and a medium, because 
I know that the Simpsons created Donald Trump becoming president because 20 million people put their energy on it back in the day. There's a difference in a psychic knowing that and a medium that can speak to spirits, that can speak to your loved ones. That's why I call myself a medium, because everyone is psychic in their life. Because I saw a meme on Facebook that says, now this is a low vibrational one, so don't use it. But it said, this is an example, don't call me psycho, call me psychic, because every time I say it, I'm right. Meaning the person was getting cheated on, right? So if you look at it and believe that's happening, you're going to manifest it. That's what's happening. You see what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, it's not psycho. Every time a man says that a woman is psycho, it's really psychic. You know, because she is creating that. Everyone is psychic. It's the law of attraction and manifestation working right now from your belief, from your vibration, from your frequency. So then you take that and amplify it. And I was saying it like, I'm really going to do this. This is funny, you know. And the universe put me, that was my life purpose, is to write this book. I know ultimately, because here I am sitting in a Kia Soul, and I'm on my long-term vision board with the beach house, and a girl called me, I took a New York Times bestseller list off the internet, black or whited out the number one at the top, and put a girl called me. That's the title of my book, apparently, uh, according to the universe that existed back then, my future self told me I did change the Kia color of my soul to yellow because I wanted to be Little Miss Sunshine. I wasn't feeling red anymore. You know, like I was, I had to work on my root chakra to get there, you know. And it's funny because I was seeing my car. I want a powerful red car because my dad said that red cars get pulled over all the time and I'm going to prove him wrong. And here's a red car pulling in right next to me with Ohio State stickers. That's so funny. Like I literally called red into my life just now. That's so funny. See how fast things are manifesting? Like, the next time you hear me, I might literally be uh, podcasting from California with Oprah. <laughs> I hope. I wish. I'm open to that. So, um, anyways, I that's when my life flipped upside down. It flipped upside down when I said, I'm going to write a book. I just didn't know what kind of book it was going to be. I didn't know the transition I would make between now and back then and right now. And the level of comfort that I have with my gifts. The mediums, the readings have happened. The law of attraction coaching has happened. Honoring myself has happened. I got full time at Kohl's, which was the immediate. And then I had an exit sign that says financial freedom. And I put it on the left side. There is... You know how the walls come together like four walls? There's a corner, a 90-degree angle. Well, on one wall at the desk in the corner of my bedroom, I put the short-term vision board. And it had an exit ramp. And I didn't realize it was kind of men in black. You remember men in black when the pizza was pointing to the wall? And then, you know, remember that? Where he was following the breadcrumbs? You know, Will Smith? And I don't know what fucking number it is, so don't ask me. I get them all mixed up. So, um, anyways, that exit sign, financial freedom, was pointing to my long-term vision board, which was on the next wall, right in front of my desk. 
which has my yellow beach house on it that's shaped like a pyramid in St. Augustine, even though that may shift. It doesn't have to be that exact house, but if it was, I would love it because it's beautiful. And it better have a, it, it probably has a spiral staircase from the, the top room anyways. But anyways, that's probably the vision I've been having and everything. It's insane. But um, anyways, and it had the Kia Soul, the purple BMW, the loving relationship when I ended up riding Brian and Missy on the shad, the silhouettes of the figures. And it said loading. And it was like, uh, like it was loading up, you know, in the middle of the board. And then it said, I'm worth it. And it had two palm trees. I'll have to post it. Oh my God, you guys. It's insane, but the financial freedom on the short-term vision board had like an exit ramp, and it was pointing to the other one, the long-term vision board. Can you fucking believe that? I did that subconsciously. Like, here's your key to financial freedom, is writing that book. And not only that, but readings can be used for financial freedom, um tuning forks, all of, all the healing, all the gifts that come from my ancestry. You know, my mamma was a faith healer and stuff. So <clears throat> I have all of her gifts, right? So, and I have all of my mom's gift, even though I still have the visual block because I think I blocked it because my mom was schizophrenic and I was so scared, you know, that I would see something that I blocked it. I think I saw something when I was little. I know I did. And then my mom probably like went, no, that was your imagination because she didn't want me to be like her, right? And she sealed my lips, I think. She or my mamaw fox sealed my lips and said, we don't talk about that kind of stuff. So, because they knew that it would be hell for me. But anyways... It has its time. Everything opens up when it's time, you guys. I was three and five and whatever back then. Now I'm 48. It was almost 50 years later that I'm opening up about it. It's okay. We all accept it now. A lot of people, millions of people accept it. Um, I work with people here that said in Brazil, there's a huge movement going on, positive energy and stuff. So it's not just the United States. It's everywhere. The whole planet We've got love back. Love is the dominant energy on this planet right now. So um, if you're out there and you're still struggling, please know that you are unconditionally loved and that seven rings, the song at the beginning of this, is for you. you that is a mantra. If you want it, you got it. All you got to do is ask for it. And the universe will say yes. Whatever you focus your energy on, I know it's tough to get your thoughts in line with um, what you want to create, like, instead of saying this day is going to suck, you're going to have to say this day is going to be amazing. Everything's going to go my way. I'm going to manifest what I want in no time. And it's just got to be joyful. And even if you can't be joyful about it, you got to know that it's coming no matter what, if you're just getting started, but you don't have long to wait because the energy is so crazy right now. It can, all of your shit can happen this year. If you think, if you're somewhere right now, Tomorrow, that can change, literally in a blink of an eye. This is how my energy's changed in the last two weeks. So, um, I wish all of everything for you guys to come true and everything for you to manifest. And I want you to say your biggest, baddest ass dream because if you don't dream big enough, like, say dreaming big is a bubble that's around you. 
If you if you only dream like I want a fifty thousand dollar a year job, or I want a hundred thousand dollar, if you want a million dollars, you know, if you want a hundred thousand, you better be saying, I know the universe is going to bring me a million, so a hundred thousand can fit in there, or five hundred thousand can fit in there. You can't make your bubble fifty thousand and get a million into it. You got to expand your thinking. You got to dream bigger than what you want. Okay. Like Oprah is the biggest I could come up with, you know, at the point I'm at, it's got to be so ridiculous that you literally put it on the vision board and walk away and say, yeah, right. Because you don't know how the fuck it's going to happen, but it's exactly that letting go because of the ridiculousness of it, that it fucking happens. Okay. I got to tell you, that's the secret is dreams so ridiculously big that you let it go and something halfway can get there. Something a quarter of the way can get there. You know, as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to be fine. And I'm going in because I'm going to clock in on time today. I love you guys. Have the best day ever. Have the most magical, synchronistic day ever. And thank you. I'm full of gratitude. And I love you for listening to this and helping support me. And you know how to reach me on my Facebook page. <clears throat> Missy S. Conley. Missy Conley 11, Instagram and Twitter. And um, you can find my phone number and everything on Simply Divine Readings Facebook page. And Positive Energy Alchemy page and group. Although I don't ever get the time to post like I want to there yet. <coughs> and now I've changed. Actually, I changed my Instagram from Missy Conley 11 over to Simply Divine Readings. So... Um, I don't know why I did that, but I felt inclined to do that. So I love you guys. Have the best day ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day and dream the biggest dream you can have. So what you want can fit in there, fit in your bubble. Okay. Dream bigger. So the universe can even fit something in there. That's halfway. And you could go to sleep tonight and wake up and find a check in the mailbox tomorrow. That's how things are manifesting this year. It's 2020. Clear vision will get you exactly what you want to manifest. And speak it into existence, guys. Take five minutes and, and chant it. Mantras. Speak them aloud. Do it in your car. You have Bluetooth in your car. Your car's connected to your phone now. You can talk and people don't think you're crazy. You have no fucking excuses anymore. All right? You have to expand or the universe will drag you. And trust me, you don't want to be dragged. It sucks. All right. Love you guys. Have the greatest day ever. And make so much magic that you blow everyone around you away. Because that's what, exactly what we're supposed to do. Is show them the way. That's why you're where you are. All right. Bye-bye.